0: From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. You might have heard about this shootout in Jersey City. It's right across the Hudson, and it involved these uh, black Israelites, black Hebrew Israelites. It sounds like it was a war zone over there. If you just moved into Jersey City recently, uh, which I'm sure some people did, you had a, quite a show, quite a welcome, and uh, <laughs> probably quite a scare uh it doesn't happen often i guess that's the only upside six dead and uh i guess that includes the guys who i think there was two of them i mean like i, I should be more informed on this but let me tell you this just happened uh, yesterday and uh you know things take a while to soak in when you got all this impeachment shit going on and uh the ig report i mean it's just God, how, do you, how do you keep up two gunmen turned a jersey city neighborhood into a virtual what did i just say war zone When they fled into a kosher market after fatally shooting a detective, so that's how they started by shooting a detective. Joining me now is Larry Izzo, the ex-exterminator, comedian, and host of the Thrill of the Kill podcast. Hey, Larry. Hey, Pat. How you doing? What do you think of these people? They're sort of like uh, when I say these people, I mean black Israelites who shoot people. That's what I mean. They're black like, Israelites. is there a, is there a pesticide that's been developed yet that could, <laughs> the, maybe a bait? They're working on it, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> they have to isolate the pheromone. That's right. They do. <laughs> they have to get the pheromone to attract black Israelites. Uh, the men are believed to have killed three hostages inside the store while cha- while uh, while exchanging gunfire for
1: hours. They did
0: this. Wow. Did, ha- you,
1: did you happen to see that on TV though? I, I heard the gunfire. That was wild.
0: Man. Yeah, I know. It's, it sounds like the OK Corral or some shit. Yeah. And this is, uh, like I said, Jersey City, which is, uh, you know, it's right across, uh, right across the old river there. I guess the Hudson is a river, an actual river, oh, like yeah. the East River, which is not a river. Uh, it's a uh, an inlet or something. So there's your. There's your New York City fact that you probably already knew. Uh, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Heavily armed cops swarmed the city's Greenville neighborhood uh, and the the fusillade, the fusillade, which involved hundreds of shots fired and prompted it uh, and prompted a uh, lockdown of all city schools, including one directly across the street. So that was a danger to these kids. Obviously, it finally ended when the unidentified killers were shot dead by the police. Uh, Officials have no inkling what the motive is yet. Terrorism isn't suspected. Well, it wasn't over a marble rye. It was. It was a hot dog and pastrami sandwich that they were after. I don't think it had anything to do with pork. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. These guys are. They've been. You know, they're they're one of these Southern Poverty Law Center groups uh, that uh, are declared by them to be a hate group and. Uh, you know, they've been, I think it, it's noted in the past that they were, they're gearing up. They seem to be coming more militant. The black Israelites, if you don't know who they are, we've talked about them before. Uh, they are on street corners in urban places like New York city and DC, and I'm sure Philadelphia and maybe where you live. Uh, we have, uh, fans all over the United States of America and can right I here in New York City. Can I that? ask
1: you if they're black
0: or is it just the name of the Um I'm not sure. I don't see like color. black Irish. I know, don't this... see color, Larry. You know, I don't know what they <laughs> All of them I've ever seen have been have, have been black mm-hmm. uh, uh, black people and they, they wear bath towels uh, sort of like they wear these strange looking robes and hats and uh, look, I mean uh, don't let me be the only one to just, just Google black Israelites if you're yeah. not familiar. And you'll see the kind of things that they wear and they use a lot of slurs, you know, like they'll uh, they'll say faggots and uh, stuff like that, which is generally speaking a no-no in New York City. Mm. Um, But uh, there are certain uh, types of people who seem to be able to pull it off without getting in any trouble. They actually will – I've seen them before have it on one side of the sign and then when you start to kind of take notice and you get your phone out to take a picture, they'll spin it around. So that it says something less offensive on, oh, the, other on, the, side. on
1: the other side.
0: <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's not like a signboard for Arby's or something. Right, I mean, it's right, like an, right. it's it's another you know. But they say they're going to enslave uh, our, our grandchildren. Will will be their slaves and stuff like that. It's like it's to me like I can't really be bothered to find it too offensive. I I don't enjoy it. But uh, you know we have engaged with them before. Uh, myself and a friend, we you know, record the show and then we happen to see them on the corner of 7th and 34th over there by penn station they're just posted up man Having a little hate party, and they seem very enthusiastic and very, very committed to whatever this cause is that they oh, have. Wow. How many members do they have? Is it like a? You'll see. Well, you see, I don't know. I've never seen mm-hmm. more than fifteen or twenty together at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a lot on a street corner, you know. I mean, Absolutely, that's a gang. Yeah, <laughs> it's a congregation. Is what it is. <laughs> it's a gang. <laughs> <laughs> These are the ones who. Uh, do you remember when the the kid, the Covington kids, were in D.C. And they uh, smiled at an Indian, and then it got national coverage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Just prior to that, they had been, you know, yelled at by these by these uh, black Israelites, um, who, uh, you know, just uh, were were starting shit with them and and uh, you know, be very insulting and stuff. They said some pretty insulting things. So
1: they're against the Hasidics or against just any Jewish group i i don't get that
0: well, i don't really know if they're against them they feel that they are the true jews uh, through some sort of uh, uh interpretation of biblical history maybe uh, some sort of you know, history in general and uh i've never gotten too deep into their philosophy because it just seems secondary you know i mean they're committed to it but it, well, all I see is this anger, you know, I mean, like, you kind of like, it gets your hackles up, like, what's going on, you know, like, I, it's, it's, and I'll tell you who they're against, primarily, it seems like uh, a racial thing, you know, so, uh, you know, the religion, the, the Jewish part, I, I don't think that they really make a huge distinction between, we're probably... You and I, being not members of the tribe, we're probably lo- the lowest of the low. <laughs> you yeah. we're not even uh, the fake Jews. Uh, Mayor, we don't even reach a three on the meter. Right? No, <laughs> on the 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 meter. The meter doesn't. It doesn't even beep when we walk by. Yeah, you know, we're we're eating baloney and mayonnaise sandwiches and shit. You know, it's like that's the most Goyish thing you can possibly eat. We are the Goyim, Larry. We are the children. Police were alerted to gunfire uh, at 223 Martin Luther King Drive. Well, wow, that's ironic, uh, which houses the Jersey City Kosher Supermarket. Now, uh, Kosher Supermarket, of course, is uh, a Jewish delicatessen. And uh, that's where Jews go to buy their food and many non-Jews. And uh, I'm sure I'm Italian. Are... I just had a pastrami sandwich this <laughs> <laughs> Oy. Oy. I'm sure there are plenty of non-Jews on Martin Luther King Drive, Junior Drive. Uh, Mayor Steve Phillips said in a tweet Tuesday night, I'm reading from the New York Post, uh, today's edition, uh, the mayor said uh, in a tweet we now believe the uh, shooters targeted the location they attacked so there you go i think it's anti-semitic
1: and i think it's racist and i think the jews are specifically
0: targeted i just feel like there's a lot of senseless hate that's going on in the world And um uh-huh. um. uh. Listen, when cops got there they were immediately engaged with high power rifle fire that's People get shot, you know, but shootouts that go on for hours, that's that's a rarity. You know, hostages and shit like that. You remember Dog Day Afternoon? Oh, know, absolutely. Pacino. What a great movie uh, great with uh, his uh, weird lover. Um jeez. Okay, uh, yeah, he, he wanted to get a sex change for uh John Cazale. John Cazale. Yeah. <laughs> if I was ever going to date a man, John Cazale would be the last. I, I probably among the last, yeah. I mean, Meryl Streep, you know, was fucking that guy they lived together He
1: was you I know. found that out if the deer hunter she was involved with him during the deer hunt
0: they were in love apparently yeah. you know and she you know like, like he just has a big Is forehead he smart? He's smart he's smart he's smart and he deserves respect not like everyone says No, <laughs> well, that ain't the way Pop wanted it uh, cops got there, like I said, immediately engaged. I mean, they, they were, the shooting started right away. Around the same time, Kelly said police learned there was an officer down on Garfield Avenue near Caven Point Avenue. If you know the neighborhood, it's about three quarters of a mile away. Uh, Kelly identified the slain cop as Detective Joseph Seals, slain cop. Well, that is a fucking shame. Married father of five who came up in the South District and it, that covers that area. Um, he was assigned to the ceasefire unit shooting response team. Seals was our leading police officer in removing guns from the street. Dozens and dozens of handguns. He's uh, responsible for removing from the street, I guess. Um, you know, he's probably saved a lot of lives. You know, because that's what guns do when they're in the hands of the wrong people. I'm surprised they didn't grab a UPS truck like they did the other day. And did, did you see that? scoot away somebody the driving away in a UPS
1: truck. But what did a... you see? That war on, right on the road. People ducking. I mean, it's crazy.
0: Stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was a big shootout. Too. It was a short one, but uh, com- compared to this, and I think there were fewer people involved. But I, I don't even know who those people were yeah. that stole that truck. They were. I mean, they, they couldn't have been. I guess maybe they. They figured there's a lot of Christmas presence <laughs> in this room you know but Jesus fucking Christ you cannot a lot, of, a lot of gift cards you can't get a you cannot get away in a fucking in a, U, track. In a UPS truck those <laughs> things are so boxy and it's yeah. so distinct you notice them even when you're not trying to right, notice exactly. them right
1: exactly yeah it's like, why don't you steal an ambulance? You know, that's the same shit. You
0: know? Yeah, I mean, at least you could put the lights on and get through traffic that way. Right. right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, law enforcement sources familiar with the investigation said SEAL spotted a stolen U-Haul van uh, linked to a killing in uh, in Bayonne this past weekend, and 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 was shot in in the head when he tried to question its occupants. That's why they're so careful sometimes when they walk up to a car it's a very dangerous situation it's very very dangerous and and they know this and they've they're trained fully they they take every precaution and they need to and uh, that's why they don't want to fucking talk bullshit when they get to your window cuz it's they're taking a risk you know it's like they're risking their lives uh, every time they walk up to a car i'm not being dramatic this guy got shot in the fucking head yeah
1: was he a single uh, like a single uh, i don't know i don't know if he's no. single or not like, no right? not Just, single <laughs> i mean was he riding alone because I, I don't, don't believe know. any cop should ride alone in today's world. State trooper is nothing; they should all be paired up. I,
0: I do agree, and and I think that that they usually try to do that. But I I think that uh, you know maybe they're spread thin, or maybe I really don't know. I don't I know. You might have I
1: have never seen a state trooper double, you know, in a car.
0: No, I, I guess I haven't I'm either. Still, they're always alone.
1: You're on a dark road. You know, I would come out with my gun already drawn at my side. I, I would
0: be Barney Fife. Just yeah. put him up. You know, I, I, <laughs> get, I'd be. Get a, the bullet. Police shooting. Uh, you know, they, they, they do have to take care of their lives. They're, they don't do this job in order to get killed, they do the job to save lives. Cops okay. who responded to 911 reports about the shooting blocked the van, which was later found uh, to contain a pipe bomb, a fucking pipe bomb, leading the killers to get out and run into the market. So I guess well, it sounds like they fled into there. Maybe they were uh, about to go take the pipe. They we're going to blow up that fucking place. The- and then they had to call an audible. You know, fucking Omaha, right? And they had to <laughs> they had to call an audible at the line because the defense changed. I'm I'm already doing Tlaib Stark show tomorrow. Uh, safe space. We talk about crime as if it's sports. Oh really? Yeah. It's on compound. It's a lot of fun. We talk about. It's the N N F L and uh, we uh, do I'm I'm, the, I'm colorless commentary uh, is my job uh, colorless but not odorless and, and that's so, on compound tomorrow what at 4 o'clock comes right? on at 2.30 2.30 stays on for an hour and then you get to watch Ant uh, they're suspected of killing one customer immediately upon entering the store that's what you do you go up to the biggest toughest one uh, an- another customer narrowly escaped carnage according to a report posted on uh, the Shabbat website run by the Lubavitch movement of Orthodox Jews which quoted an audio recording circulated uh, on the WhatsApp message service. WhatsApp, the WhatsApp messaging <laughs> service. Yeah, sometimes I forget to do that. WhatsApp is, uh, you know, of course, it's a kind of messaging that you can do if you're Jewish. Uh, you're gonna. I think they frown on text messaging uh, since it's like a different uh, thing. They can do it on Shabbat or something like that. I'm not... I, I think they, that way they don't, they don't have to get their, you know, Shabbat Goy involved to send tax for them. Um, I was standing by the salad bar and this is the quote here that was that went around on WhatsApp. I was at the grocery and I heard three shots. Bullet shattered the glass of the grocery. Just put that anywhere. The customer said... <laughs> Suddenly, I saw two people come in with long black raincoats and long guns. They tried to point the gun at me. I pushed it away and ran away. But well, that's that was that was pretty brave, pretty brave, and and pretty smart. You know, I mean, like just uh, you're a sitting duck otherwise. I would have faked a, a heart attack or a. Like they Epileptic would care. episode or something. think like they would care. Shoved an Alka-Seltzer in my mouth or something. They wouldn't care. That's what you're supposed to do if you're a lady and somebody wants to rape you. My father told me that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he used to tell my sister. So, okay. Oh, oh, he told you that? No, no like, my sister. Like, <laughs> put an, put when Alka- you go to rape a girl, <laughs> just because she's foaming at the mouth, it doesn't mean it's real. I think that, Were you the one who told me that? Yes, I was. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah, because he used to brilliant. do
1: that all the time. Because she went to Franklin K. Lane High School and there was a lot of stuff going on back in the day oh frankie yeah. say, and then he used to tell me too he says you get you know he says you're like on the subway or something and you know something always keep an alka seltzer in your pocket shove it in your mouth nobody's gonna rob you or touch you if you're in a an epileptic uh mode
0: maybe in the old days maybe you know today they don't care they, 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 go, don't they, care. they see an opportunity that's know? right that is it's a weakness look at this right. retard only see what he's got in
1: his pockets That's why these tough guys get these 80-year-olds and just, you know, do the punching thing. The knockout
0: game. The knockout
1: game. Yeah. They They don't knock out anybody our age.
0: They knock out the 80-year-olds. Right. They don't knock out those young tough guys. Yeah. They're fucking strapping fucking young men who can fucking run a mile. And and, and I will run a mile if I see somebody get punching people on the street. Terrified. (laughs) I don't know how to face up to anybody. But, I mean, like, at some point, you do kind of get, like, a street bravery that's out of joint with who you actually are. I do. Anyway, absolutely. It's like living in New York. is sort like, of like a permanent half buzz. Was you know? that me
1: that just told that guy to go fuck himself after yeah. he had a gun to my head?
0: <laughs> I never, was me. Never quite had that, but I did. I did have a guy the other day asked me for a cigarette, and he got a little bit lippy when I told him I wasn't giving him one. Some guy who it was some white, I don't know, like. In his forties, and he sounded like he was from California. He was like, hey, man, you know, how about you know, uh, you, you get a uh, cigarette that I could buy? I was like, uh, don't sell cigarettes; it's illegal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no stamp. And um... he goes, oh, but psh- oh, well, um, you know, maybe give me one, you know. And I'm like, no, oh, you know what? But there's stores, man; they sell them at everywhere around here. And he goes, oh, okay, great. If you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a dickhead about it. And he has a lady <laughs> with him, and I was like, and I go dickhead. He goes, yeah. I go, all right, well. So long, beggar. You pathetic beggar. And, his, <laughs> and I think he wanted to like get. He wanted to further engage, but his girlfriend uh, realized it was back. stupid and futile, and he was being a fucking tard. I'm, I'm sure he didn't get laid because he, you know, just, <laughs> some guy on the street called him a beggar, and was right. You know what I mean? Go buy a pack of fucking cigarettes. Right. You can't, the guy's got a phone. It probably call more in
1: California. I mean, you know, we're on this side. You know what? They don't.
0: They don't. They don't. They cost like seven bucks a pack, seven something a pack. And what are they here? I, I stopped, so I don't know. They're fifteen dollars a pack generally. You can get them for you know sometimes thirteen, fourteen, but you can plan on paying fifteen in Manhattan. And uh, but I know a place. I do know a place where they are tax free, and you take the tax off of the cigarettes. They can make a profit selling these things for nine dollars a pack. I got a friend of mine, and what she does is she orders
1: them by the bag. She gets like I think three to five cartons in a bag
0: loose cigarettes. Yeah, she that's saved. like Indian reservation that's Indian shit. Indian reservation. You don't yeah. know what you're smoking. No you're bullshit, saying. horse shit. You don't know. No, it probably is feces. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. At least it's it's, it's at least spiked with it. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo hey, feces. Oh boy, that was uh, grassy. That one it was very grassy. That cigarette. Uh, by the way, the market's owner uh, named uh, Moishi. Hmm, Moishi. <laughs> Moishi and avoided the killer only because he had left moments earlier to pray at a storefront synagogue. Saved his life. That's what's that's You're prayer. Right uh, now uh, Franks uh, later said his wife was still inside the store when the shooters burst into it. He said the Stan uh, Kelly, uh, uh, which is uh, to, I believe the officer we mentioned before, said to stand off the standoff with police that followed lasted about four hours. Four hours of a shootout. That's a lot. That's a long fucking time. I mean, I think when you have these shootouts that are, you know, more like forty seconds at the most, or four seconds, you know, I mean, everything happens so fast. That's longer than an NFL game, four hours. Right, I mean, yeah. that's that's an all day. That's a day, and all that all that firepower, you know, just because these guys had some rifles and shit, and and a a philosophy and a, a world view and an agenda. That is extremely antisocial, to say the least. You I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't like to judge people, okay? Whatever your religion is, fine with me. But these guys, they seem a little antisocial. I, I don't want to, again, you know, take it for what it's worth. It's just an opinion. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's so did, no, Deshaun Williams, who works nearby at a, a, as a building superintendent, uh, he said he heard machine guns, shotgun, regular gunshots. I guy can tell the difference. It sounded like more it sounded like more than 100 shots and it was going on for more than an hour It went on for four hours we just heard it was random so it was like a, a, a battle going off block to block you didn't know what to think I imagine it was terrifying
1: how many rounds did these guys have though I mean because a clip usually I mean if they're using a rifle that's about they can get a clip with like 30 of them. 30 rounds
0: they must have had, but uh, had a clip you know stuff like that right i don't know they must have had a lot i mean they had enough to to show them to mean business for a long time mm. i don't know and I, I, they were eventually killed but uh man, the owner of the patria food market located down the block from the kosher grocery told the post he ran into his store when the shooting started he huddled there with about 10 others i was bringing in deliveries now when they start just quoting all the witnesses and stuff that's when i need to check out they're kind of new at this. I haven't heard of them shooting up a place. I mean, they make a lot of violent statements and threaten to enslave people and call people faggots and pick on little kids at the fucking, you know, Lincoln Memorial and he shit.
1: Little kids, yeah. terrorize them while they're going to school. All
0: right. right. But but they don't uh, normally do this kind of thing. I mean, this is six dead. This is, this is uh, you know. Three three dead hostages, one dead detective, two dead gunmen, and um, so that's the story there. We'll keep you posted on whatever the hell else happens. I mean, like you know what? The New York Times had something about them, not not just now. Um, I mean, not not the story from January, which was like just a basically a love letter to them. Here's here's one nice uh, tweet that I saw. Okay, here's the New York Times story. Uh, Andy Campbell. I think he was at Huffington Post for a time, and I don't know where he is now, but uh, let me just check and see so I can... Senior editor at HuffPost Breaking Dust. Okay, so the Times provided some clarity, he tweets, on Jersey City shooting. This is uh, this morning. The kosher market was targeted and anti-Semitism likely fueled this attack, despite official statements yesterday saying there was no hate crime or terrorism committed, and he attached a... uh, new york times article now underneath we have somebody named old white texan <laughs> which uh you know when people are anonymous on twitter those are always the best people you okay. know? they never say anything weird another racist emboldened by real donald trump <laughs> <laughs> so we're blaming trump for this well it's obviously his fault i mean it like is. he Definitely. uh we're talking about so he's he's done a lot to um embolden the you know black religious militants uh <laughs> <laughs> Listen to his rhetoric. It's, it's just saying. It's, he's, you know what? He's been dog whistling to the black Israelites this whole time. <laughs> dog whistling. Now here's a New York Times article and it says, Jersey City shooting suspect linked to black Hebrew Israelite group. That's the headline. The black Hebrew Israelites have been labeled a hate group. The suspect wrote anti-Semitic and anti-police posts. They are now uh, investigating links. I suppose they want to get their ducks in a row before they come out and say something. That makes sense. I suppose. Yeah. It uh, says an, an assailant involved in the prolonged firefight in Jersey City that left six people dead, including one police officer, was linked on Wednesday to the black Hebrew Israelite movement and had published anti-Semitic posts online. So I guess they, they are against the Jews. Uh, the, <laughs> the violent rampage on Tuesday, even though they're the Jews. That's a pretty weird group, I have to say. They, they're sort of like, uh, the uh, what the, what's that Baptist church in, in in Kansas? You know, Westboro Baptist Church, <laughs> where they, they go around, you know, they'll, you know, an otherwise friendly parade, and they'll make it about hating gays and stuff like that. They used to do that. I don't know if they still do that, but uh, it's, it's trying to, they're just a bunch of lawyers. They're not even religious. They don't right. give a shit. They're just trying to, like, they, they go out there, somebody punches them, they sue, and now they make a living. Right. Yeah. So the violent rampage on Tuesday... Took place largely at the kosher supermarket. It said three by- bystanders killed. Authorities believe the store was specifically targeted by the assailants. They have been identified now: forty-seven-year-old David N. Anderson and fifty-year-old Francine Graham. Wow, a lady! A lady. This is a this is a true blow for feminism, isn't it? She she's thrown down the gauntlet, willing to go in shooting. They were wearing all black, I'm told, too, which is unusual for this group. Mr. Anderson appeared to have a connection to the Black Hebrew Israelite movement, though the extent of his involvement in that group, it's it's unclear. According to law enforcement, the Black Hebrew Israelites, uh, I'm getting tired of saying that, Black Hebrew Israelites, which has no connection with mainstream Judaism. (laughs) None whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, this kind of is a They're little Jews connection. For Jesus. <laughs> I think that there's a connection now. Uh, they've been described as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, a legal advocacy, advocacy group that tracks such movements. Uh, normally, I I take anything that the uh, that the SPLC says and I fucking my ass with it <laughs> <laughs> and. Fuck Pitbull because <laughs> i have no respect for them they're liars one of the guys who ran the place i don't know if he's still running it i think he resigned had had a little trouble with being accused of there you i'm go. being very vague about that i didn't name any names i can't know, imagine why i'll tell you another thing i know very little about this i got wind of something like that i read it and i know i don't feel like i'm too far off but I'm not going to look it up right now, but just, I just don't like that group is full of shit, but I think they, you know, even, a even a broken clock, right? <laughs> twice a day. Uh, the authorities also suspected the two assailants may have been involved in a separate killing in Bayonne, New Jersey, as we mentioned. Uh, now, was this in the same day? I believe it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Separate killing in, um, uh, in Bayonne. Uh, well, why not click that link, right? Man found dead in the trunk of a car. Man had been identified as uh, Michael Rumberger. I'll have the Rumberger, <laughs> extra rum. <laughs> uh, officials say he suffered a mass. He suffered massive uh, head trauma. So yeah, that's definitely not a suicide when you just club yourself over the head. It doesn't happen. So and, and then you lock yourself in the trunk of your car. Car. Uh, the Hudson County Prosecutor's Office said Rumberger found dead in the area of 17th Street and John F. Kennedy Boulevard. Another noted '60s assassin victim. Uh, the official cause, not released, but police are investigating. That's all they had on that at the time, and that's what the New York Times linked to. Uh, the three who died are uh, 33-year-old Mindel Ferencz, oh, my God, who ran the market with her husband. She was killed. She had to, She stayed and, and worked in the store while he prayed. Uh, Moishi Duch, 24. Miguel Douglas, 49, who may have worked at the store, may have. So that's too bad And uh, one other person Inside the store Was wounded But managed to escape That was the one I guess Who uh, You know Moved the gun And ran away The New Jersey police officer uh, Who was killed uh, Was a 15 year Law enforcement veteran What's going on? Why are you taking Your shit away? Why are you taking Your shit away? Yo no, she's crying You're taking her shit away She's crying Links to the black Hebrew Israelites It's stunning Yeah, Links he was linked somehow. He was linked. I don't know how he was linked, but he was linked. I don't know that. I don't know if he was doing this as a representative. I mean, of that group. I mean, or out of being in that group. You know what I mean? The right. two might be unrelated. Was it not just every a Christian kill somebody because of Christ? Right. Right.
1: Were they robbing the place, or was it? Uh, no, they
0: they weren't. They they had they a pipe was... bomb. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they were gonna blow it up. I right. mean that stands to reason I right about the uh the pipe bomb. I mean if they were going there to rob the place they went in there heavily armed and ready for a 4-hour shootout right. with all of the police
1: against mm. this poor lady that was defending her store with half-sour pickles. <laughs>
0: probably <laughs> probably happy to just give them everything. 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 Just take it, so it wasn't about that. Mr. Anderson by the way, uh who was... uh david anderson he was in the, well, let's go into it he was in the army reserves for a few years from 99 to 03 achieved the rank of specialist how high is that uh, i don't know i was in the air force so i wasn't in according the to army. an army spokesman he repaired he repaired fuel and electrical systems so uh mr anderson had a criminal record for previous weapons offenses in 2004 and 07 he spent more than a year in jail in 07 on the weapons charge that's when he probably when he learned to make pipe bombs He uh, and—training camp, right? Absolutely. Yeah, he and uh, Francine Graham met in 2017. Sometimes that's it right there. It's a match made in heaven. It's like Bonnie and Clydeville. According to a neighbor of of Ms. Graham's, who said he had lived alone since 2011— when Ms. Graham moved into a housing development in Elizabeth, New Jersey, from the block in Harlem where she grew up, uh, that's she grew up in Harlem and uh, moved to Elizabeth, New Jersey, and she was a polite, diligent, hardworking home health They said the neighbor. She was nice, had a caring nature. She was a stand-up person. No, she did comedy. She did comedy. <laughs> that's interesting. But after meeting Mr. Anderson, she changed, and she described it as a Jekyll and Hyde transformation. I well, say that happens sometimes, just running with the wrong crowd. Mm. You know, you're 50. You're you're impressionable. Some things you would think would be settled by the time you're 50. Like I'm probably not going to shoot up a store. Not going to go skydiving.
1: Right. That's, that usually goes away at you know the age of 40 or something. Right?
0: Yeah, you kind of get reasonable and yeah. you're like- Man, Or your I can, bucket list uh, shrink at the age of 50. Oh, oh, really? You get so realistic all of a sudden, right? Like, no, I'm not going to go to Egypt. <laughs> this <laughs> does not usually have a happy ending. <laughs> I, don't, I could not, care less about seeing a sphinx. Yeah, the is. pyramids can blow me. Exactly. Uh, it's a long flight. It's a lot of sand. Mr. Anderson seemed to uh, move in with uh, Miss Graham within days of meeting her, so- I think they just had a sexual chemistry. That's what I would guess. The neighbor described Mr. Anderson as, quote, a loser and someone who was, quote, not pleasant and, quote, kind of overpowering and with whom she had, quote, squabbles. They couldn't understand her. <laughs> That's an attractive quality. Why didn't you just give us the whole fucking sentence? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to put four quotes in it. It's in the paragraph, the mayor said Mr. Anderson seemed to both prey on and control Ms. Graham. David came out of nowhere and flipped her life around. It was like we didn't know her anymore. And there you go. Uh, sometime after Mr. Anderson moved in, the neighbor who works from home, I'm reading from the New York Times right now, began having uh, his work days interrupted by noise from downstairs. Uh, Mr. Anderson repeatedly played audio recordings of a man the neighbor believed to be. (sighs) Louis Farrakhan. There you go. Louis Farrakhan. I'm not anti-Semite. I'm anti-termite.
1: I happened to be in the city one time when Louis Farrakhan was having one of these things at Madison Square Garden. Yeah? Scary.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) It was scary. Was weren't there a lot of black Israelites there? Maybe yeah, they might have been. Or nation of Islam
1: is his thing. Oh, I know what uh, Farrakhan. Yeah, Farrakhan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he was a radical. He's a yeah, radical yeah. guy.
0: Sure. I mean, I think he was down there. Uh, was it wasn't he along with Al Sharpton down for that Crown Heights deal and stirring up trouble between the blacks and the Jews? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was that ended up being a very <laughs> a very costly thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, about I think at the time it was like a million dollars in damage. It was like uh, in seventies or nineties. It was the nineties. Yeah, it was the nineties.
1: You had the Tawana Brawley thing with Al Sharpton. I think that was
0: in the eighties. Yeah, Al Sharpton is so notorious. I mean, like he's just he's done all this really weird shit, said all this weird shit. Nobody really bats an eye too much. Cause he, he's just so like no. Nah. It's his hair. What did I say? You think it's his hair? Oh, they I love his hair. He's one of these guys who lo- who lost a ton of weight and his head looks weird now. You know, like, like Al Roker. Every, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he got all Rokered, and he, you know, I mean, it, it's it's really just kind of uh, he does a few shady things. Whatever, it's not about sharpening. It's not not even. So he was listening to Farrakhan, and he would sound like he himself was growing agitated. <laughs> If <laughs> you listen to an Farrakhan, you'll get agitated. He shouted Bible verses by names and numbers and then chanted out warped interpretations of what they meant. Well, look, there's a lot of interpreting that goes on with the Bible. You can't hold that against against this guy just because he has a weird interpretation. Just because he thinks he's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors said the most common theme was that Mr. Anderson's religion was the only true faith while others... Specifically, Catholicism and Judaism were false. You
1: know what I feel, Pat? I agree with him on that. What? Anybody that starts talking religion to me, I walk away. I I can't handle people talking religion.
0: You know like it? Nah, it's annoying. Um, you know, you uh, you killed bugs for thirty-five years, and uh, I think sometimes. That that you would rather be killing insects than talking to people. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wanted to kill half the customers I had. The customers They were, were the, the pests. They, they, the, the pest. they were the true pests. They were the true pests. You're almost friends with like I'm sorry to do this to you guys, but she's paying me. You guys had some money, we could go the other way. I could kill her and you could have the house. <laughs> right, right,
1: right,
0: right. You're talking about roaches in New York City. These are some these are some massive fucking things sometimes. But I think they're bigger in Florida, aren't they? Yeah. They're palmettoes in Florida. They have different names for them, but they're all the American cockroach. Yeah. And they're, they, they don't they, the, the palmettoes, they fly.
1: Well, they fly. They'll fly from like the wall to the ground. You know, but <laughs> you have, uh, in in boiler rooms down in basements in apartment buildings, they, they cover the walls sometimes. You don't even, Jesus. you can't even see the
0: bricks. And, and, and that's a bad thing. And I mean, it, it's, thing. it's not as if you're just going like, no, that's normal. Right. I mean, like it's, uh, all, prehistoric shit grows down there I think uh, better because like the, of the climate and shit it's more like closer to the equator it's warm it's wet it's marshy damn nice damn mossy it's, and bugs are just like fuck it dude this have you heard this about this home. place yeah this is it I mean like we're not going anywhere Florida here we come and and down there they have uh, the, even like the alligators and shit are like so so to me, they strike me as like a prehistoric type animal, you know, with that hard hide. And I mean, like they, I think they've been around obviously for a number of years. And they, they're the biggest, some of the biggest lizards. I mean, the biggest ones I know, iguanas. of. iguanas, iguanas, just running them,
1: around, running around like crazy. Actually, they just uh, gave permission to kill them,
0: <laughs> and that's so weird. I took out my Glock and I shot four <laughs> of them the other day. Yeah, <laughs> the new business. That's it. Igu- kill a iguana. I- exter- Iguan- iguana exterminating. Uh, people will go and, and kill a number of these things. From what I understand, they eat alligator. children.
1: They eat dogs. I mean, you go on a golf course down in Florida. You golf, Pat?
0: I've never tried golf. Uh, Same gotta... reason I never tried cocaine. I'm pretty sure I like it, <laughs> and I won't be able to afford it. Afford it. But
1: no, no. Yeah, but in Florida, uh, you know, you you take a shot, and somebody's got to watch it. You don't get sucked out of, into that pond that that alligator's coming out. And
0: them. periodically, we see these videos periodically every once in a while there's a video of a huge fucking alligator that just comes walking onto the golf course like no yeah you're gonna play through or something i'm a fucking gigantic animal
1: Shit in my house. maybe
0: it's just the kind of people who take these videos they don't seem to have the kind of fear of them that they
1: really should have they should be fearful they should and i gotta tell you ever see one of those take off they'll
0: be fearful well when they run after you you have to go zigzag zigzag if you and if you do that zigzag zigzag if you know no, they're not smart enough, apparently, to just go, well, you're just zigzag. basically going in a straight line, asshole. you got
1: 90-year-olds playing golf in Florida. They're not going to run a zigzag. They can't even zip their zip zip, their zip up the zip. They see place. fucking
0: alligator. They're just like, well, yeah. it's been a good life. It's been, it's been swell. What's my score? I want to know my final <laughs> score. Uh, sometimes these 90-year-olds are in pretty good shape. Yeah, Joe well. Biden is in good shape. You know, he can do a lot of push-ups, apparently. Yeah. He just can't remember shit. More than, a, like, what town he's in. Yeah. Uh, what year it is, yeah. if he's still in the Senate. Uh, by the way, okay, so uh, he, he heard Ms. Graham join in the chanting sometimes and uh, said she sounded coerced. Uh, how, how do you chant coerced? Don't beat me. Yeah. I'll chant more. I'll, I'll, I'll louder. chant I'll chant harder. Eventually, in 2018, her condo unit went into foreclosure. The neighbor said she and Mr. Anderson were evicted, but they began returning and busting into their former home. Could not give it up, he said. On weekdays, uh, around ten thirty. Well, oh, we're really getting some good background on this on this couple. <laughs> Mister, they, they've only known each other since two thousand seventeen. She went from being a home health aid worker and and a uh, sort of a perfect neighbor and a model citizen to uh, a couple of years later, evicted and uh, and and shooting people. Well, that's the whole thing right there. Home health care. That's it. She probably went off the deep end, taking care of all the elderly. <laughs> I don't think she was taking care of too many of them. She got evicted unless they were spending all their money on guns. Bullets. Yeah. Ammunition, bombs. He said that on weekdays around 10.30 a.m. Mr. Anderson would show up with Ms. Graham and park his white van on the street. They would hunker in their one-time home until around six... Here's another thing. These neighbors are fucking nosy. (laughs) They (laughs) even (laughs) saw them hunker. (laughs) Look at him hunkering hello, yeah, what's the nature of your emergency? A couple they're hunkering in a, and they're hunkering in their own home in their old home. They would leave after 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 some after a period of hunkering uh until six and as for miss Ms Graham uh he said that uh, he hadn't seen her in a year, or so he learned of the Jersey City shooting and the police banged on his door at two thirty a m the police banged on his door. You know what? if you want someone to come to the door at two thirty a m bang. Mayor uh Foolop. Who the fuck didn't get elected when Flip Flop got elected? <laughs> Mayor Foolop. <Fulop. laughs> Foolop. Fool Uh Mayor Foolop, uh, and uh New York City's um public safety director, James Shea, uh said that after the attackers left the van they walked past others on the street and aimed at people inside the kosher supermarket. We now uh we now know that this did not begin with gunfire between police officers and perpetrators and then moved in the store and then moved to the store. We now know this did not begin with gunfire between police and officers and perpetrators and then moved into the store. It began with an attack on the civilians inside the store. Initially, investigators said they believed the attackers randomly chose the market, that the episode was not a hate crime. That makes sense. Uh, so I guess that puts the lie to some of the stuff that I read in the New York Post, if I'm not mistaken. But it seems like now it, uh, it started in the market itself uh, no indication of terrorism. And uh, he's the guy still insists by that night, Mr. Fulop, said on Twitter that officials uh, had come to believe the sale and said targeted the location they attacked. So, yeah, I knew, that's, I thought they had targeted it, but I thought it, I didn't realize that those both of those things couldn't be true. Uh, there's a lot more of this New York Times article. What I'm going to do is simply copy that. And I'm going to go right to Facebook, where I hope you'll go the New York City Crime Report Facebook page, and I will post that story in uh, one moment, and then you'll know it's there. And if I don't, if I don't do it now, who knows? Why don't, I might forget. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you get forgetful, right? You knows where I'm going. Well, at your age, yeah. At my age, and, you know. And, and the thing is, the older I get the more i realized you know what i should have been an exterminator hey <laughs> there you go for real though you have you have uh you know retired now but you work hard i, I was saying you, you you're going to have to get a job so you can relax you have uh, cooking with comics and you have uh the the new podcast uh, throw the kill Thrill of the kill podcast you have your stand up career yeah. you have you know you're you're a relentless um worker it's just your nature, I think. I think it's a being an A-type personality,
1: and you know, I just can't stop. I, I don't know how to stop. Mm. Can't stop, won't stop. Well, you know, I think if you stop, you I could freeze, stop. I might you? stop.
0: That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I could, and I and I probably will stop. Because <laughs> all this talking about stopping has got me in the mood to stop. New York City Crime Report Facebook page. Go there, and I've just put up another bunch of stuff on the Patreon. So, if you're interested in Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. Patreon.com slash Pat NYC. Because if you search for me on there, I'm shadow banned or something. You won't be able to find me. <laughs> so, if you just search Pat Dixon or New York City Crime Report, nothing. So, you have to go to patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. And that's how you do it. And then if you go there, you know, I think the lowest tier is still a dollar. It's for legacy people, I guess. I, I don't want anybody signing up for a fucking dollar at this point. <laughs> unless it's all of you. So, you come in <laughs> a group, that's great. But for crying out loud, uh, I, as far as bonus stuff goes, there's just I throw up some videos, and, and I really, honestly, I think I've recently discovered the need to do it more. One of my main patrons, oh, I'm so ashamed to even say it, my good friend in England, he took his, he took his pledge down. Really? He, took, he, he reduced it. I don't even want to say how much he reduced it. He's contributing a tenth of what he once was. I no, was Dude, from $10 to $1. <sighs> and I guess I like to think that it's not the quality of what's going on on Patreon, but more the fact that he's poor. Hmm. I think it might be that. However, and you know who you are. This fucker knows who I'm talking. <laughs> He's not going to quit listening. This I know. He's a great fan. We appreciate him, and I'm glad that uh, that he enjoys the show enough to have given me a nickel. That's the thing. Right. Like, I didn't start doing this because I thought I was. I don't think Patreon didn't even exist when I started doing the show. Uh, and you'll have a Patreon eventually for Thrill to Kill. Right now, it's just on iTunes. People should go there and rate it and review it. Yes, please do and uh, subscribe to it. Now listen to it. That is a favor for me because I edit the show and I am very proud of it. I think it sounds great. Uh, And the interviews are fascinating with the uh, pest control guys. It's, you know, a couple of exterminators get to talking. There's going to be some, something that's going to make your skin crawl a little bit. Exactly, People love that shit. Whenever I'm turning the channels and I see like a fucking tarantula on TV, whoa, whoa. I was still a it's kid. It's like
1: watching Animal Kingdom, only Insect Kingdom. You
0: know? <laughs> there. Now, tell me this. If there's an animal who just eats bugs, is it a carnivore? Because that's not a plant. It has to be a carnivore, I think, if you eat a living thing. Even though you don't really think of bugs as meat, there's a lot of protein in them. There's a tremendous amount of protein in them. I mean, uh, when, when you were, uh, this would have been pre-pest control days for you, when Papillon came out. Uh, you My know. mother
1: used to feed it to us for protein. She used to squash them up and put them in our uh, butterflies. Cereal. No, not butterflies. Roaches. No, she did not. <laughs>
0: your mother was a fine woman <laughs> who would never do that but uh uh papillon you know he ate the bugs in his cell yes because you got to if you want to survive you eat the fucking bugs and he was in solitary for a long time he seven to. years total he was in there for two then he tried to escape a second time five years that time yeah. then they shipped him out to Des uh what devil's island and he had to hang out with fucking dustin, dustin hoffman oh, are you fond of carrots yeah. <laughs> I started a farm. No, no, you, 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 you—you've you, had your share today. Now it's actually oh pretty God. good,
1: man. I well, remember that
0: movie. Uh, I, <laughs> Papillon. and he finally gets out, and he's floating on those coconuts. He's like,
1: "I'm still here, you
0: bastards!" Barely, right. fucking two teeth left in his head. I wonder where he wound Belly up. Belly full of insects. <laughs> <laughs> he he came and wrote the book. He got run over by a freighter. <laughs> he eventually made it back to
1: France. Did he really? Yeah, Oh, I didn't know. I I never knew the outcome of that. Well, yeah,
0: because he had to write the story. I mean, he wrote the book. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he did. He wrote the book, which I I read. I did not know that. And from what I've read, it's a little bit exaggerated. It's a topic for another day. Hmm. Uh, Join us next week when we talk about The Irishman. (laughs) Thrill of the Kill podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Ex-exterminator, comedian, Larry Izzo. Thanks for being here, Larry. Thanks for having me on, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.